What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, all about power rankings. What are power rankings? How to make them? How to use them? Let's get to it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. Special thanks to Sportsbet MVP, online sportsbetmvp.ag. Get your money in easy, get your money out easy. They have tons of lines for every sport we talk about. So it doesn't matter whether you're betting Mexican LX, Champions League, or the major markets, NBA, NHL, MLB, things like that. Find anything you're looking for, sportsbetmvp.ag. And like I said, get your money out just as easy as you put it in. That's important. Online sportsbetmvp.ag. On Twitter, at sportsbet underscore MVP. All right, on today's show, all about power rankings. Power rankings are talked about all the time, but I think there's a misconception about what power rankings are thanks to places like ESPN and NBC Sports. They have completely taken the idea of power rankings and... Well, if you ask me, just kind of tarnished it. So what we're going to do today is talk about power rankings, how to build them, how uh, to use them. And uh, yeah, let's just get started right there. So let's start off by talking about what are power rankings, because I think power rankings, it may seem obvious. Well, it's how good a team is, but not necessarily. Power rankings are used specifically to make lines. Okay. Power rankings are a ranking system where you quantify everything that you can quantify about a team. So it's not enough just to say, yeah, Tom Brady's new with the with the uh, uh, fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year. They're going to be better. Okay, well, how much better? Why? Is it his pass rating? Is it the offensive line, how they're going to work with Tom Brady? Is it the receiving core? Is it Tom Brady's talent in general? We have to be able to quantify all of these things. And once you do, once you learn how to boil it down and quantify and make everything into a number, we use power ratings. Now, what I'm going to do today is kind of do two different schools of power ratings. The first one is going to be for mathematicians, for people who know math, understand math. And that's probably like 5 to 10% of you out there. The other 90%, it's okay. There's still an approach. But the best way to do this is to find out a good way. And I'm not going to tell you guys my way because it's very, very specific, very unique to me. And it's something I created. But that's the idea. Find a way to quantify changes. Find a way to quantify what's going on on the field, in the locker room, so on and so forth. And then we can use those numbers to now make a line. This is how Vegas does it. This is how professionals do it. You use power rankings in your power ranking system to develop a line. I have a power ranking system for most of the sports I use, right? It, it's, it's one that's propri- proprietary to me. Uh, it's something I developed. And what I do is I take, it, and actually, this is going to be a later show, probably in the next month or so, once sports start to slow down, we'll do a show where we get on here, and it'll be a boring show, but we'll teach you guys how to make a power rating system, or at least a a starter's power rating system in Excel. So we'll do that eventually on the show. But for now, if you know how to quantify things, great. If not, we'll get there, because there are certain ways you can make your own power ratings without doing it all based on math. But that is what power ratings are. They're rating systems that are used to make lines. Now, before we go any further, let's talk about what power ratings are not. Okay, Power ratings are not what you see on ESPN labeled power ratings. <laughs> right? ESPN takes the idea of power ratings and completely squares it up. Here's what ESPN does for power ratings. Okay, Green Bay was 11th last week. Well, they had a big win against the Bears on Monday Night Football. 
I don't know. They're looking better. Let's bump them up to how about fifth? Uh, and then the producer goes, or the the editor goes. I'm not sure. You know, what would get a lot of clicks is if we put them fourth. Okay, let's put them fourth. Green Bay number four. Those aren't power ratings. Those are clickbait derived by people who have no fucking clue how to bet sports in the first place on how good these teams are. And have you ever noticed the power ratings shift so drastically week to week in the NFL, MLB? It doesn't matter what sport it is. Hockey, basketball, baseball, soccer, football. ESPN is so quick to shift power ratings. That to me is more a judge, uh, more a judgment and more of a guideline on what the squares are thinking. When I want to know what the public is thinking, what the squares are thinking, I just go to ESPN's power ratings to see who's overrated or underrated. ESPN completely, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Degrades all other power rating systems. They, they, it's a mockery, really. Every pro I know, and frankly, every bookmaker because the bookmakers have used power ratings too that's how they create their lines everyone who understands the world of sports betting laughs at the idea of espn's power ratings where the lakers can go from eight to one in a week because they got lebron james and a lot of people are going to click on that article so let's not mix this up and that's pretty pretty much one of the biggest things i wanted to let you guys know in terms of what power ratings are not don't go to espn.com don't go to NBCSports.com. That's just a group of people, usually people who know a lot about the sport. I mean, I'm not saying they're idiots in terms of the sport. They're just idiots in terms of sports betting and what power ratings are really used for. So it's still a group of people who are like, yeah, well, this team should be better. Let's bump them up. But I'm saying if it's done by math or based on math, you're going to get way more accurate power ratings than, oh, yeah, it was a big win last week. Let's bump them up seven spots. That's not a power rating system. And it's, it's important that we know the difference between, uh, between those two. All right. How did power ratings originate? Well, as I mentioned, bookmakers have used power ratings for a very long time. And then uh, uh, sports bettors actually started using them a couple decades ago as well. Once they understood how the sports books did things, once they understood that once you quantify these teams, the line produces itself. Like when you, when you find a good professional who has, let's say, good college football power ratings, they can guess 80% of the lines coming out next week within one or two points. So this is not a fluke. This is a very proven system. And, and I must say, the closer you can get your power ratings to the market, the better. Now, we don't want to assume the market is perfect, but if we can start assuming what the market will do before they do it, we now have the upper hand on the market. So power ratings are used to make lines. It's a number system to judge teams. Power ratings are not what you see on ESPN, NBC, Fox Sports that fluctuate so greatly week to week. And power ratings were originated by bookmakers and then later adopted by sports bettors a couple decades ago. They have been used for quite some time, but it's important to note that power ratings are getting better and better, more and more accurate. Let's now talk about how to build power ratings. I already mentioned if you know math and you can quantify what players do on the field to numbers, great. But most of you listening out there can't do that. So we're going to talk about a way for you to make your own power ratings. Okay. What you're going to want to do first, and this is a very, very quick version, as I mentioned earlier on the podcast, we'll have another show coming up here within probably within the month that actually goes step by step and lets you guys know how to do an Excel spreadsheet power rating system. But for now, here's a good way to do it in the meantime. Find the home average for goals for, well, let's just talk hockey because you can kind of apply this for all sports, right? For football, it would be points, four points against, so on and so forth. But we'll talk hockey right now. Find the home stats for goals for, goals against. Then you're going to want to find the road stats for 
goals for, goals against. See how the team performs at home compared to on the road. Then you're going to want to go around and find good power rating systems. So use your discretion. I would recommend avoiding ESPN, avoiding Fox Sports 1, avoiding NBC Sports. These main major outlets don't do a good job of power ratings. Find a sports betting system. Find someone who you like who is in the world of sports betting who offers power ratings. And what I'd recommend is find five or six of those. Once you find five or six different people who offer power ratings, you can now come up with a consensus, okay? It's sort of a consensus power rating type of system where you use all of these different outlets to, to decide, okay, well, this outlet has uh, the, the avalanche number two, this outlet has the avalanche number one, this outlet has the avalanche number two, this one has a number one, this one number three, so we can get a good estimation, of where the avalanche should be based on those ratings. Now, you don't always just want to rely on one or two power ratings and use theirs as your power ratings. But again, if you have six or seven that you like, you can certainly use a consensus. And what you'll start to do is notice, okay, I tend to lean with these guys a little bit more than those guys. So I'm going to, if there's ever a, a debate or a toss up, I'm going to give them benefit of the doubt. Using consensus power ratings is actually not a bad thing. It's, it, it can be mocked by many people who really use good power ratings or not good power ratings, but put a lot of work into developing their own. But I'm here to tell you, it's, it's, it's actually kind of underrated how valuable consensus power ratings can be. Because if you find people who you like and trust, those power ratings do mean something. And if you find a way to combine them, you don't even have to come up with a math formula for the actual players on the field. Just come up with a math formula to combine different power rating systems, okay? It's okay to use consensus power ratings. I actually recommend it. So build a, build a power rating system. I recommend doing home road splits, use a consensus, and find out, get a good idea for how good our team's performing compared to how good are their stats? Are there teams who are overperforming? Are there teams who are underperforming? You can start to notice that. If there's a team who scored in football uh, 150 points, let's say they're halfway through the season, they've given up 50 points, scored 150, but their record is 500, you can say, okay, this team's record does not accurately reflect how good they are. This is a play on team in the future. Or on the other side, if you see a team who's midway through the season in football, uh, or you know, somewhere around mid-season, they're they're six and two, and they've scored as many points as they they've allowed, right? Both home and road. Well, you can say for that team, okay, they're 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 performing better than their, their stats say they should. Therefore, they may be a fade team. You don't want to ride fade teams or play on teams blindly, but these these are examples of how you can use this consensus rating system and start to get an idea of where teams should be compared to where they're rated. So that's kind of how you build power ratings and use power ratings is once you have it built, you can now integrate your power rating system into the line, start to make your own lines. And, and I would recommend to do this all before you start betting into it. Try a week or two of making your own lines, comparing it to the market, seeing where you're on, seeing where you're off, where could you make improvements. But essentially overall for today's show, you know, th this wasn't supposed to be a, a tutorial, a how-to for building a power rating system. I'll do that once again, within the month, it's more of stay away from these major outlet power ratings because they're not really power ratings. They're just sort of ratings of the week by ESPN or ratings of the week or our best clickbait opportunities, right? These aren't real power rating systems. If you have a real power rating system and you use a real power rating system, you'll start to notice the change in your 
winning percentage, the change in your ability to handicap games. It makes it so much better and so much easier if you can quantify things and boil everything down to a number. All right, that does it for today's show. Sports on all day. So good luck, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.